3: Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now, the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper.
0: It's amazing what God does in churches uh, with with the individuals, and many times it's ongoing. And uh, same thing in missions. But I have seen men and women respond to missions and respond to the gospel when new people were brought in so that they could hear a different voice saying same thing or very close to the same thing. The interview that we'll do today is with Life Action Ministries, and Life Action Ministries is making a difference throughout the United States as they go into churches and really help that church to become more discipleship-focused, uh, more life-living focus for the Lord. And so that's so important. But much of that is through the work of the Holy Spirit. This is Bert Harper, and our co-host is Nathan Harper. And, Nathan, sometimes you and I have discussed it a little bit, not a lot, but we get so focused on this is how you do here, this is what you do this in ministry and in missions that sometimes we don't even mention the work of the Holy Spirit in involved,
1: but the work of the Holy Spirit in missions is vital, isn't it? Absolutely essential. There is there's no mission without the Holy Spirit, and you know we we might have activity, we might have programs, and even a plan, but the Holy Spirit is God accomplishing personally Himself accomplishing what it is he is setting out to do, and we can actually join him in that work through the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm so tempted to get off track.
0: i am just got to mention it, though. You introduced me to your spiritual shape, S-H-A-P-E, and uh, for the longest, all we taught was the spiritual gifts, and they're vital, they're important, but your passion is important or your heart's important, your abilities other than your gifts are important, Mm -hmm. And, and your personality that got you and I are different. Even though you're my son, You got some of your tendencies, more like your mom, contemplative examination. And I'm just, I jump in with everything I I know. And then finally, your experiences. So, God, the Holy Spirit uses all those things in ministry. And that's what we want to share with you today that the Holy Spirit will take your life if you've been born again. God specializes in not wasting anything. And the scripture we want to use today is from John 14 where Judas, and I love this, the way John puts it, not Iscariot. Uh, There was two Judases that were apostles, you know, and we forget that sometimes, don't we? We really do. Yeah, it's easy to forget. But he says, not Iscariot said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? How will you? You've given us a job to do. You've given us a work to do. How are you going to do that? You you know, how are you going to do it? He's just said he's going to go away. And he says, how are you going to do it? How's he going to do it? The Holy Spirit. I'll just read verse 26 because our time is limited in this area. And it's this. Here he says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. That is powerful, Nathan, to know that the Holy Spirit is a great discipler. Yes, it's good to have an individual that's mentoring you, discipling you. But what about a person that is, you know, does not have that? They're not left alone, are they? The Holy Spirit is there to help.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's advantages to have someone maybe in front of you, maybe preaching or teaching you. There's advantages to have someone next to you, alongside you in discipleship and in that mentoring or, Prayerful relationship, but the Holy Spirit is within you. You know, it's Jesus in you is the Holy Spirit, and so that's what you need. That's the, that's the essential part. The others are also important, and we need those as well. But it's the it's through the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives that it activates anything that that we do to bring to bring fruit. So whether it's the missionary who's being sent out, whether it's the the worker in a local church who's being faithful to serve, or whether it's someone who is hearing the word for the first time, is the Holy Spirit that even activates their heart to receive the word and, and to follow Jesus in belief and repentance from sin. So the Holy Spirit is active in all those ways, but he's within us.
0: What's so the Holy Spirit does what only the Holy Spirit can do. Man cannot cause me to use all the all the things that God's done for me. The Holy Spirit can. People can bring on guilt on you, but only the Holy Spirit convicts. Yeah. And there's a difference in that guilt and that conviction. Now, God may use that individual to let you know that what you're doing and what you're saying is not right, but it's the Holy Spirit that comes in and does that work that work that leads to repentance. That's right. And do that. So we're talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And the reason we're talking about this, we found this true with life action ministries that they pray through things, and and God uses them in a significant way. And I'm one of those as a fan of Life Action. We had them in the church where I pastored many times doing
1: different ministries. But one of those really impacted your life as well, Nathan. Yeah. You know, there was a time when I was a young teenager, and Life Action came to our church for a short period of time, probably, you know, a week or two weeks. And and God used them in my life to bring revival to my life. And through that, in getting right with God and getting right with other people in the church, God called me to ministry You know, later on, really less than a year later. And so God has used life action in my life. And it's that fruit of that is continuing to uh, overflow. And that was, I mean, I'm not even. How many years ago was that? Almost 30 years, 20 something years ago. And it, it's
0: impactful. That's the difference, I think, in discipleship work and the work that is surface. And what you do in discipleship many times, and it's the ministry of the Holy Spirit, we're dealing with with fruit, sins, and, and the outcome. And the real attack should be at the root of the matter. And we found out Life Action really does a good job of helping you to listen to the Holy Spirit when I say you, I'm talking about me and everyone who's listening to do that. And so the ministry of the Holy Spirit is vital. So our guest today is Steve Kenfield. Steve is with Life Action Ministries out of, is it Buchanan or Niles, Michigan? I know it's well, right there together, right? <laughs> it's Buchanan,
2: Michigan now. Buchanan,
0: Michigan. Right and it's in the southern part on the west side and uh, right above Indiana. Beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful up there, brother. I've been there two or three times, and I just love it. But it's good to have you, Steve. Thank you. It's great to be here. And you are you travel, and you've been with Life Action 43 years now?
2: That is correct. My wife and I have traveled for those years and raised our family on the road, and it's been a great blessing. Uh, is it called
0: Staff Revivalist, or how, what is the it's specific re- title? Technically,
2: it's Revivalist, but most people don't even know what that is, so yeah. it need some explanation. Well, I, guess. When I grew
0: up, I, I was hearing when I grew up, after I grew up and started in the ministry, Revivalist was really important. Bill Stafford, men like that, Ron Dunn, and they were revivalists, right. they're true. And in Life Action, it just it was a mesh of that, of me hearing them. And then when I knew about the ministry of Life Action, I said, yes, that's what our church needs.
2: It's hard because there's a vast difference between evangelism and revival. And so evangelism is a byproduct of revival. Yes, it is. So to say we're evangelists, which we are, we believe in the gospel and we want to share the gospel and we believe that that comes out of, the sharing of the gospel comes out of, a right relationship with God, which is revival. Revival is for the believer. Uh, the word revival, revival life. So it's new life. Some people don't need revival, they need revival. So the evangelist goes in and speaks to those that need revival, and we go in and speak to those that need revival. Well, somebody said, if you hadn't been vibed, you can't be revived. That's exactly uh, right. I, that's that's right. pretty
0: clear. Our other guest is Jimmy. Herd clots, herd you got clots. It. That's right. Did I get yeah. it right. You, got, you nailed you And yes. uh, they tried to get me to spell it, and no, I am not sure how good I did it. But Jimmy, it's good to have you. And yes. and you're with Life Action. You've been yes. with them thirty years now. Thirty years. That's correct. And yes. uh, you are the traveling pastor of the group, and yes. do some family training and
3: teaching right. at the churches. We travel with a group of uh, about 22 uh, college age uh, uh, guys and and girls, and part of what I do is is um, shepherd mentor pastor that group and that's I, I love that. It's a great privilege and then the other aspect is i, I teach on relationship principles family principles in, in part of our our sessions that we do well uh, i i just want to share with
0: people if you've never heard of life action ministries you need to you got a website you can go to that and i want to just tell you when i was pastoring i think i had everything life action <laughs> gave uh Years ago, they did one night, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. about revival and, you know, the whole aspect of the family hanging on. And uh, it was a ministry that changed the focus and life of our local church. And if you're a pastor or a elder in a church, a deacon leader in your church, and you're saying there's something that is desperately needed, we seem to be surface and uh, and you want to go deeper. Uh, let me give a shout-out, a recommendation, Life Action. You, you know, you plow pretty deep when you come into these churches. You know, Steve, you the you plow pretty deep, and, and you get down to the root of the issues because I feel like sometimes we deal with the fruit issues and don't get to the root issues. Life Action, in my experience, has dealt with the root issues.
2: There's something else by having somebody come in and do night after night. A pastor can preach on Sunday, and then the people have like six days to forget it. We're coming in not saying anything different than he's already said, but when you say that truth one night and then build on that the next night, it just kind of takes it to a new, a new level. And I, th- I think a lot of people are trying to find some new thing when most of us, if we would obey a tenth of what we know, we'd be spiritual giants. It's not new truth we need. It's obedience to old truth. So it's really an issue of just, am I obeying what I know? Am I saying yes to God? And the next thing God wants me to say yes to. And having the college-age
0: millennial students traveling with, they help with the youth and the children in the ministry? And
2: Right, we basically do everything except the nursery. We have a program for four-year-old, five-year-old first graders, and then we have a program for the grade school. We bring a teen revivalist in. So we have something for the entire family. So the family really wants to come to church, and I think a lot of times people have a meeting and the kids say, Oh, do I have to go? And we find that the kids are saying, we got to go, you, <laughs> you know? know, so
0: listen again, I remember it well. The children were dragging the parents <laughs> that's, and, that's right. uh, yeah. and, and you come with expectation. I'll just say this after the first time that you're there and you have all these people come in, the congregation is looking at you like, what is this? And, <laughs> but after they hear that and then they come back the second night it's like the expectation builds, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it is exciting to be a part of something like that. Uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, Jimmy, uh, as as you've traveled and you've experienced this, you were the camp director. Uh, Life Action yes.
3: has a family camp there. Family camp in, in Buchanan, Michigan. And you directed that for how many years? Uh, I was the director for about 15 years 15 there. Years. And yeah. so I was on, on staff there for about 20 or so. Yeah, it's part of that. It's it's a it's a it's a camp just like a, a youth camp. you right. Come in on Monday and and stay through Saturday, but but it's for the whole family. Everybody comes, and it's similar to what we do in one of our uh, events on the road. We have um, programs for the uh, adults, and we have uh, chapel every day with uh, things for the kids and uh, games and things that are focused on just just bringing the family together. And it's uh, we call it a. Vacation with a Purpose. And and, it, uh, and it's in the summertime. It's in the summertime. Yes, it's 12 weeks during during the summer. So, again, there's lifeactioncamp.org. You can find that on uh, on the web and, and uh, look that up. But, yeah, it's a great program. I was privileged to be a part of it, but um, but uh, I think God had other plans for me and called me out here to travel with Steve and the team on the road.
0: Well, Steve did our devotion this morning at, our, at AFA here, AFR headquarters, and we was talking about transition. And life is a continual transition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Forty three years ago when you started doing this and now is it a little
2: bit different, Steve? It's it's a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the starting. churches
0: are different and the people you're working
2: with are different? Right. The message remains the same. Message the, the message same. can't change, but methodology can. I think some people get stuck in their methodology and we've got to be open to say, God, what is the methodology that's gonna be not getting in the way of, of of what the message is? And the message is the gospel and Uh, the Christ life that we all need.
0: I want this to be practical as well as informative. The transition that Life Action made when music started changing Mm -hmm. a few years ago, I know in our church, Mm -hmm. and I came up with, okay, what you need are treasures about Jesus Christ. And how you express that in music may be a little bit different. What really got me is that, okay, if I was going to be a missionary in the Caribbean, would I take a piano and organ with me so that we could do it right? Mm. And <laughs> and the Lord just, you know, asking questions really helps you yeah, to see does. what the priority is. And I said, that would, why? And uh, so that has I
2: was, changed in the transition. Yeah. I, I imagine that was an
0: adjustment, sure. wasn't it?
2: I was in a meeting in Pennsylvania. An elderly lady came to give a testimony one night, and she said, um, me know, my group, we sit in this row, and one of the ladies said to me, how come you're singing those songs? You know, we don't sing those songs. We only sing hymns. And, and she said, God has showed me this week I need to practice the spiritual discipline of singing choruses. And I thought, man, that is great. She is so mature. It's not her favorite. It's not what she enjoys. But she's going to discipline herself. I said to the teens, you need to practice the spiritual discipline of singing hymns. If, if music is about us, then it's not it's not what it should be it's, Amen, it's about Steve. christ and we got to walk in there and say is this what jesus wants we have a new director of our ministry john Avent, who just became the president and of he Action. is a
0: godly man I, he was at heart Cry, mm-hmm. you know and hurting, mm-hmm. heard him got to interview him that that's from my point of view praise the lord and that's exciting yeah.
2: i was talking to him some time ago and he said i i want when i'm a senior adult i want to be in the worship service i don't want to feel comfortable because if i'm comfortable then it's probably not what my kids need to be hearing. And I wow. want the church to minister to my kids, and my grandkids. It's not about, is this going to make me comfortable? Is this honoring the Lord? Is is it reaching the people that, that I care about? And it's not about, I'm going to come to church so I can feel good about, you know, the music or whatever. I, I want Christ to be honored and glorified. And I hope that would be my attitude as I continue to advance in, you
0: know, yeah. years.
2: You and me both. And
0: and. To see the transitions that's been made in churches, and uh, some, yes, Hallelujah, that needed to change, you know. And others say, okay, let's let's make that adjustment, but mm-hmm. but let's be make it all about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Going back to what you do now, uh, Jimmy, these these students that travel with you, yeah. it's a discipleship program. I've had two or three out of the church where I pastored that served with at Life Action for mm-hmm. for years. And when they came out, they their discipleship—that's what really changed their life. And uh, I just speak to that of working with those college-age kids and seeing their lives. Uh, yes, they have a they have the foundation when they get there, yeah, yes. but that foundation is built on during life as they're because they're serving. And they're learning. They y'all, you guys, do it kind of like Jesus did. Jesus didn't sit them down in a classroom mm-hmm. and say, "Listen to me." He got them out there to feed the five thousand to minister. And you guys are doing that with with those college age kids.
3: Yeah, that's my my job is really easy when when I get some kids who are teachable and humble and want to learn and and because just being, uh, you know, in the the situations that we're in, there's there's opportunity for them to learn. Uh, just the, the different churches we're in, the different people that they're around, the circumstances that they encounter are always learning opportunities. And uh, we try to just keep focusing on character. You know, what what does God want to teach me? I try to constantly be saying, you know, in in a certain circumstance or situation, what does God want to teach you through this? What is He saying? And and how how can I become more like Jesus as a result of being together? So really, it's it's kind of all I need to do is just kind of guide them, uh, the ones who come in and are, are eager to learn and and want to embrace what, what God wants to show them. It, this, the environment itself is conducive to, to growth, but we are pretty purposeful about it, too. We have team uh, gatherings uh, several times a week where we sit down and go through the Word and try to instruct and teach, and, and then we're very purposeful in their training. They have about a, a six-week training period in August before we go on the road and that's all uh, very intentional, purposeful, just for their uh, their growth and, and training.
0: Well, an observation.
3: What Steve
0: does and others that are, are the revivalist with life action, and then you guys pouring into those students that are with you, and then those students poured back in to the youth and the children mm-hmm. and even the adults, and it carries out that that Paul wrote to Timothy. You know, what I have taught you Mm-hmm. you teach the faithful men that they may be able to teach others. And and Life Action does that as well as any ministry I know about. Mm-hmm. Because Dale Faisenfeld, your founder, you and Byron and, and others, I mean, you guys were discipled, mentored by him, and then you guys went out and did the same. Steve, that's Right. Isn't that the biblical? Mo- I mean, I, you know, I love models, but the biblical model Paul did. But Dale found that to be true, and right. you guys are
2: continuing that. Yeah, what, what I learned about revival, I learned from Dale. Came and traveled with him for a number of years, and and, and he was he, a youth minister of all things. <laughs> that's where it started. I started, <laughs> I love he started yeah. as youth minister. Yeah. I love that. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then and then he re- reproduced that in some of our lives, and then God took him, and and that's continued to go. I would also add, um, if those those that would like to travel with our ministry. We're kind of right now starting our recruiting time. It's a it's a year-long commitment from summer to summer, and the team members that aren't coming back, then we recruit from people we've met along the way. So if there's any interest in that, somebody can go to lifeaction.org and look and see what we have needs. We have needs for musicians and children's workers and um, just business people, all kinds of—
0: Cake um, people, too. You have to set up—I guess they still set up some— uh, technical.
2: All kinds of tech yeah. sound and that media. was the neat
0: part about it. You know, we we get so strained in the church. If you don't speak or, or sing, and nothing you can do. <laughs> One of the greatest things that's happened in, in our day is the musician, I mean, people that are musicians, people that have tech knowledge, they can contribute. And one of miss is security now. I, I, I love this. Some of what I call the good old boys, you know, uh, man, they, they're vital because they're there at the door and sometimes they're in the parking lot looking out, guys that had just sat on the pew and absorbed, and now they're giving. Isn't that great mm-hmm. to see right. what God's kingdom, what Satan meant for evil, God's using for good? Seemed like I'd make a good Bible verse, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> There's a place for everybody in the body. There is. And one more thing I want you to do, your families traveling. You was on the road. You've been on the road 43. You raised your children on the road. There's a closeness there that that you homeschooled, but they were always connecting with the college-age kids too. That's pretty neat to see I heard somebody
2: happen. say, um, when, when your kids are young, if they only learn to relate to kids their own age, when they become adults, they'll be followers. If they learn to relate to kids, that are, that if, they, if kids learn to relate to adults, when they become adults, they'll be leaders. And so our, our kids are able to relate to adults all their growing up years. So when they became adults, all three of our first three sons, when they went to college, became the freshman class president. though so they'd never been to school setting because they, they knew how to relate to adults. And I think a lot of times we're teaching our kids, we're separating our kids, and most kids don't know how to talk to adults. That
0: was John Dewey that came up with that idea of separating the kids in their own age group. I, yeah. That's mm-hmm. just for yeah. information. fine it, it, socialism. It's, it's fine, socialism. It, it, it's, it's fine
2: <laughs> to do that. Um, I understand that in some from, settings. But not all the time. But as, as adults, uh, one of the greatest untapped natural resource in, in the church is the older generation. Yes. And if, if senior adults will take time to invest—I have 17 grandkids. I'm not with them. They're, they're, um, four of my sons are pastors, and so they're in different places. Someone's investing in their life. So I want to invest in other people's kids' life the way I want— the senior adults in that church to invest in my grandkids' life so a senior adult can look around and say, oh, there's kids here, they, they don't know how to talk to me. Well, then, you know, make an effort and do that and invest in their life and help them learn to relate to adults. If a pastor is listening and he's
0: really interested in saying, man, my church needs more than just someone coming and preaching, yes, they need to hear you must be born again. Don't, don't hear me not saying that but they also need to have their membership discipled. Uh, when you look at the Great Commission, is make disciples. It doesn't say make converts. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid, you know, that's I think that's where the surface. Uh, again, Life Action, got a website, they can go there. Tell us a little bit how the process works about of a church that would desire for you guys to come.
2: If they call um, or go online, they can see we, we have three kind of events for the for the church. The first is called Thirst. It's a Sunday through Wednesday that we do that kind of comes in, kind of gives them an overview and, and kind of introduces the ministry to them. Then we come in and do an eight to 11 day meeting and, and or we're talking to them about discipleship and a personal growth and personal revival. And then we have a, a refuel that after we've been there for those eight to 11 days, we come back uh, maybe a year later and do another four day event kind of refueling the things that happen in their life and so those are all available they can call or uh, go online and, and see that we're scheduled you know about a year in advance and so don't don't wait uh, but um, we have some openings and, and three teams that do this crisscrossing the country sharing this message I as a
0: pastor I'd say I've had we've had all three and all three were effective and what's neat about doing it that way you're getting three unique individual preachers. That they preach the message, but it's presented in their character. It reminds me of the gospel writers Mm -hmm. telling the the story of Jesus in redemption. But I love Mark because it's probably Peter that wrote it. So he rushes to get (laughs) into it. And his is (laughs) the shortest one, you know. Mm -hmm. And Matthew Chapter twenty-eight chapters. He here he is an accountant was what we'd call him a tax collector. Mm-hmm. The details that he and luca Luke a physician. The details that they give is beyond measure, mm-hmm. and I find that true with the men. And, and the the wives that come with you, and they usually take the wives off and share with them. And it's so neat to see that perspective. I would recommend all three. I, I really do.
2: And, again, we're not going to say anything different than the pastor hasn't already said, too. But it's so what you just said. It's a different voice. We can come in and say things and reinforce what the pastor has said and, and lift his arms. Our our purpose is not to come in and dump a program on a church, but to lift the arms of the pastor we try to meet with the staff and leadership and say, "How can we come alongside of you and help you in the next movement of your church that you want?" Jimmy,
0: again, appreciate. Tell people again about the the summer program.
3: The at the Life Action Camp. Yes, yes. Um, again, just uh, it's a it's a vacation time. It's relaxing, refreshing, but it's purposeful. You're there with families from uh, around the country who are all like-minded. And um, some, I, I know families that have, have made great friends, great connections with people from all, all different places in the, in the country. And, again, it, I've seen families that come back year after year and have raised their children in that environment. And it's a lot of fun, but it's very purposeful and meaningful. So a, a refuel, a refreshing for, for your family. Uh, it's in, it's in uh, southwestern Michigan, so if you want to avoid the heat from the south, you know, uh, it's a great place to and be. And it
0: is green in place of being dry <laughs> there. I've right. been there another right. One more thing before we go, Steve, about the recruitment of, of the college-age kids. How can they do that now? Uh, you know, if they feel like maybe God has something deeper for them to do, a service, they're ready for college, but they don't want to go yet. And, you know, it may be a Yeah, you have to be a,
2: a high school senior or older. And um, some students, we have a, some of our team members right now, they're taking kind of a gap year and um, doing that. Some of our team members are out of college or in the midst of college, whatever. But they can go online, lifeaction.org, and, and look at um, what's available there. And there's a tab there that would talk about recruiting and things are available. Send in an audition, and they're on their way.
0: That's Life Action Ministries, and I, I cannot say enough about it except saying thank God for raising you guys up and putting you and loosening you and letting you go. And Steve, thank you for being with us. Jimmy, thank you for being with us. Thank you. Thanks, Bert. It's our privilege. Thank you for listening to Exploring Missions here on the American Family Radio Network. We pray that you would have a great weekend.